Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 100, the centennial show, Can the century show. Can you believe it? It's already 100 episodes. 100 is a big number. It's right. Big number three places. Yes. It's, it's bigger than 99. <laughs> <laughs> this show is brought to you by Candace Hunter Creations. Candace Hunter Creations, where folks go to learn family herbalism and find natural skills for staying well and getting healthy. And Occupy Medical. Occupy Medical. We are a street medicine clinic showing that healthcare really is a human right. And we accept donations at occupy-medical.org. And Hunter Creation, graphic designers and website designers, where their motto is, yes, they can do that. Visit them at huntercreation.com for all of your graphic design needs. Candice, you want to tell me about something that's on Amazon? You mean the books? The, the books. books. The books. The books. I think there are 10. We have a selection ten. of 10, ten titles, titles that the mm-hmm. Practical Herbalist Press has published. Oh. Most of them are herbal folios. Yes. Each one is a actually a book in itself. Yes. And they are for well-researched, thoroughly researched. And yes. By super smart people. Super intelligent people. Yes. Glowingly smart. <laughs> Which would be us. That Which would us. be us. We are the it people. It would be us. And ones. most of them are what a dollar ninety nine range. Super yeah, cheap. They're about three ninety nine, two ninety nine for most. Okay, and yeah. we have them packed with a lot of information. The folios are a nice way to learn about the plants individually, and yet it's an easy bite sized. We try not to make it overwhelming, but still has a good diversity of information. Each folio, yeah, each, each folio, folio covers things from the medical and science aspects of the herb itself, mm-hmm. how to use it ways to use it in the household. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to take it internally, but you want to get to know the plant better, yep. you can use it for cleaning, cooking. Animals. Animals, yep. veterinary like care. In There's it's some palatable. Recipes. That There's was our point. information on how best to turn it into medicine. That's right. Yep. And something we have now that we didn't have when we started this journey is the Herbal Nerd Society. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for less than 17 cents a day, you can become a member of the Herbal Nerd Society where you will get special podcasts, um, Herb of the Months, uh, curated content, yeah. advanced herbalism articles. That's right. Stuff yeah. just for the Herb Society members. And you'll see it up there if you go onto our website. You might click on there and go, oh, gosh, I have to be a member to read this. Yes, you do. And this is one of the ways that um, you support all of our work and the other things that we're, we have members. Um, non-members, things that are free for them, but for people that want more advanced information, then we're asking for a small stipend to help us get through because this does, this is our business and we appreciate your support. Yeah. There's value in, in the information that you guys are, are providing for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing is if you're an Herbal Nerd Society member, one of the things you'll notice is once you become a member, the site will get a lot less cluttered. All of the ads disappear when you are a member signed in. They're gone. So, you know, honestly, for 17 cents a day, it might be worth it just to not have to look at those ads. Yeah. Yeah, And some of them, unfortunately, you know, they're on a system. and, And if you make a mistake by looking at something that you're not very happy about, you may find that on your uh, on your ads that show up on that screen. So everything is kind of all connected now. All right. So the Century Show is here. So now here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Radio. So we're on show 100. I yes. think it's time to take a look at where we've been. Yeah. Right? 
Oh my gosh, we we've really come far. Our first one, uh, our first, we were sitting in the grotto, which is forty <laughs> months ago. For- forty months. months. It's three years, four months that Holy we've been doing moly. this. Wow. <laughs> It seems like an eternity ago, to yeah. be honest. And you guys had to talk me into be we did. putting this podcast together. It oh, was yeah. like tooth and nail. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. I was terrified. One I don't us, like the sound of my voice. I one of us sound came of up voice. with this brilliant idea of having a podcast, and then it took like a year to get the whole team actually on board with the idea. Yep. I thought it would be, we could do it. Everyone was doing it. Podcasts were becoming uh, popular. They'd been out really since two, you know, 2005, 2004, really starting to, you know, that part of it. But then- seem to explode even it's more popular now than it was when we started yeah yeah the yeah. thing that i found humorous about it was that i said it was a great idea but i wasn't willing to do any work for it classic <laughs> <laughs> candace uh, that's awesome but i don't do any work. i was in the middle of doing an awful lot of work producing those books we've talked about yeah. so i was i was doing a lot of work already i was like this is a great idea guys but this is just another thing on my plate and my plate's already way too full so you guys figure it out mm-hmm. and uh, like a year later, you two were all like, yeah, this is a great idea. We should do this. And then I finally was like, okay, I'll do this with you. We'll do this. And then it actually, like, I think it started to dawn on you, Sue, that like, you were going to have to actually talk on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was when you were like, well, on second thought, but by then there was momentum. Yeah. And we were already there. But yeah, yeah, I remember listening to the very first podcast we did on Strawberry, I do believe. Yes. And <laughs> oh, I hated the sound of my voice. Yeah. Well, I was and, really and nervous. In the first podcast, we didn't even have a mixer. So we were doing nothing. it with these like little pencil tip microphones and trying to cobble together the computer to handle all the mixing. And we were recording with um, GarageBand at the time. and There was it, a lot and, of swearing involved in the production. Yeah, well, because... <laughs> Because none of us had done it. And, and what I found is that that's when all of our vocal tics came out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Ums. The ums. And the so's, the ums. The ums and ands. And so, and those conversation the extenders. So's. You were the yeah, so's, I said so And I said, them. um. And then there was the awkward silences. Right. Always the awkward silences. And the weird trailing off. And it would take yeah. hours <laughs> to cut that out yeah. so that yeah. you guys yeah. would sound good. But honestly, you know, I mean, that, that was the whole point is that if, if you, in, a, in the course of a conversation, if you're with the person, it just skips over. You don't think of the ums and the ands and that, but right. when you're listening to it, those filler words, they suddenly appear and then they become just uh, habitual wow. and it was really difficult to deal with. And so I'd be listening and then I hear this, um, I'll click, I cut that out. Um, I'll click, I cut that out. And was, I mean, the first track just looks like little mini segments all tied together because it had to be cut so much. Oh, but I will say it did not take you guys very long after my rant the next week. You're to, ranting. To cut down rant. on, the, on, the, it. on the ums yeah. and the so's and the ands and yeah. the fade outs. You guys are really great. And that made my life a lot easier. Uh, the other thing that really... Um, really popped us forward was Mountain Rose Herbs. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it, it is expensive to put these, all the equipment is expensive yep. and the, and hosting it is expensive. Everything's expensive. We didn't have any money. Of course, we still don't have very much money, but they gave us a grant, which helped us cover the, some of the equipment and some of the hosting costs. And that really helped out a lot. And I was really, really grateful to this day to have that opportunity 
And I think they saw it. They sponsored us for two years, right? I believe, yeah. and then and they saw that as just it was something to give us a start. So then, at the end of two years, then they're like, "Okay, well, that's you're welcome." And yeah. then we were like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Well, yeah, and it came kind of without warning, like mm-hmm. a few months before something like that. I don't remember there. They had like they started to actually pay more attention to the free herbalism radio podcast right. that they do. Yeah. And they started to actually produce it. Their logo and artwork looked suspiciously oh, like gosh. our initial yes, it did. picture. Yep. And and then suddenly we found out at the end of the grant period, one of the grant periods, the last one that we did, we got like the questions that they asked were very odd. And then they just didn't bother to inform us they weren't renewing our grant. And it was like weird. It was really weird. And we were so upset. We were really, and we were still so like, we were fresh and we were so, yeah, yeah. we were, we We were really young. Yeah. We didn't know what we were doing. (laughs) We were were so upset. But honestly, the end of that grant was perhaps one of the best things that happened to us. Yes. Uh, Because it really, it, it got us moving. It got us scrambling a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, it gave us a good yeah. start. Like that was the whole point of the grant yeah. in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Right. And then we were able to get uh, some of the equipment that we still have today. And now we we have a lot more options. Yeah. And so, it, it caused us to start to really rethink how, how we were doing what we were doing and rethink our direction and what we wanted to accomplish with the mm-hmm. podcast. And so ultimately even though it hurt that they said no to us and, you know, at that point mm-hmm. and, and didn't continue to support us, I'm really thankful that they did what they did. Yes. You know, yeah, so, we aren't pouting anymore. So now, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm thankful that we got the start. I'm yeah. really grateful to Mount we Rose Herbs. We wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for them. Yeah. For sure. And now we've had so many listeners and it's really helped us be better herbalists too, because people keep asking these questions that we said, Oh, uh, Wait, I know, I know, I can get the answer to that, and so we have to learn. And people yeah. keep they they keep just demanding more and more. And I love I love being able to fill that need. It's yeah. fascinating, and meeting some of these people that we've interviewed, they're oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah, we've been fortunate to meet a wonderful selection of really incredible people. Yeah, there's folks that uh, just have sent us a couple of copies of their book. And we read that and give a nice review or, and then we, sometimes we are you, able to call them. Do you remember who our first interview was? Howie? Is it Howie? No. no oh, Patty. No. no, Dandy. Dandy. Dandy was, was our Dandy first. Was Dandy our first interview? Might yeah. Dandy. Dandy. Colhair. Yeah. 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 Dandy is amazing. And She's doing some pretty incredible things, right? And she came in, she was an in-studio guest mm-hmm. and uh, we were still trying to get our our feet wet with the gear and we're still trying to figure yeah. out how to mix somebody in and that. And at first we got a, a mixer that was smaller than I think what we ended up really needing, uh, partly because I, I didn't want to talk on the, I didn't. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that was a bit of a, we listened to about all the pointers from Patrick about how we could do better, but then he didn't want to be on air too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's not working. Well, yeah. do herbalism too. Come on. But it does become really the, the Candace and Sue show. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys got your tag lying at the beginning. Yeah. How did that even come about? I don't remember. It's yeah. this little piece of corny that has saved all these years. Remember when we interviewed Rosemary Gladstar 
Oh, we yeah. did our little, you know, welcome to Real Realism Radio. And she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know to warn awesome. people, this is going to be corny, but this is our little thing. It works. <laughs> it works. Well, it maybe works. in your, your AHG uh, thing, you guys can start off your speech with that. Yes. We should. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Candidate Thunder is the LRB and welcome. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to our presentation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that could be kind of a key in, especially um, introducing it to the people that are there. Maybe there's people in that audience that don't know of Real Herbalism Radio. This would be a perfect chance to mm-hmm. let them know about it. Truly, Real Herbalism Radio has been an incredible outreach. I've, I've I know that we have reached a lot of people who are interested in just dabbling, just getting started, you know, people that we would not have otherwise been able to connect with. I've heard a lot of people, audience members write, write in or, you know, send us texts or whatever, Facebook messages, whatever communications with us Mm -hmm. saying that they love the fact that it's really conversational, that instead of being a lecture or, you know, a a talk, it's a conversation yeah. And it that really opens the door for them. Yeah, it makes I think it does make it easier to listen to. And I've listened to other podcasts where it's just one person and it feels like um they're either doing a rant as a right. listener myself. Yeah. You know, in a variety of different topics, but or they're just doing a lecture, mm-hmm. like a hand and I lose interest. So one person said, It sounds like you guys are are doing your podcast over the kitchen tables. Yes. yes it sounds exactly like that. Yes, we are. We literally are. Yes. <laughs> yes. We fondly refer to this as the practical herbalist world headquarters. It is my kitchen. It is your kitchen. <laughs> yes. We've had some shows where your the hunter's parrot, uh, Kiko has chimed in by scratching at things. And you mm-hmm. know, by the time we're into the podcast, it's too late. We're not going to stop it and bring the bird out. But occasionally you'll hear her chirping or she was yeah. banging her head against something like, I don't know, yeah. mosh pit, parrot world. I don't even know what she was doing. Scratch, 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 fluff, she fluff, gets, fluff. Yeah, she gets eggy in the, in the spring and, and, and going into early eggy summer. because she's trying to make an egg. Yeah, she's busy nesting and, and preparing the space for nesting and eggs and yeah, sometimes yes. they put a cardboard box in there and she just rips it yeah. apart with her little claws. That's her demolish work, demo work. Oh She's gosh. good at that. Sometimes you hear in the background the dog barking. Yeah, occasionally Jasper will bark at somebody. He's gotten much better. Yes. You know, early on it was challenging to get him to There's a learning curve. There's definitely yeah. a learning curve. Yep. He totally and stuff happens. No, there's a busy street out there. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've been listening back at the podcast and just hear that. The road. Huge diesel four wheel drive truck <laughs> raced in front of our house. Right. We're just like, oh. Or we had a big truck at one point back up. Bank, bank, oh, yeah. right. bank. <laughs> we just keep talking, but yeah, all of us are rolling our eyes or, you know, putting our hands over our eyes. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. It's definitely, yeah, we've had definitely ro- real life people. Yeah, we had road construction in the front of the house. We had to move our studio that week to the other part of the yeah. house because mm-hmm. it was. They were tearing up the street. They were street. tearing up the street up. It was so loud. It's real herbalism, right? right? Real. Yeah, this is um, yeah, this ain't no crystal stair. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think yeah, what, think of a questions, what would be your, your favorite interview, your favorite person oh. you got to talk to? I could not pick a favorite. I've enjoyed all of the interviews so much. So, okay. I mean, what about a highlight? What was your, what was a highlight event from all of our interviews? The or thing you think I back? always like it is when so one of our, our guests, cause we have these, I, the, the ideas of the questions we're going to ask them. 
And so I'll ask them a question. I think, well, I know what they're going to say. And like, I remember what, uh, oh gosh, who was it? Marianne Groves. Marianne Noel Groves. Noel Groves. I keep, yeah. When she, I asked her a question, then she answered it with this. I can't even remember what she was talking about, but I remember my head revolving. Trying, what? Like the thing that she was talking about, I'd never even heard of. And it really gave me pause. It's those yeah. moments when they, the guests will say something that just is mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. That happens yeah. a lot. Say stuff. <laughs> and it's not like it's garish or whatever, but it's just, it's such yeah. a teachable moment to me. My, I, I have to I, I still will listen to some of the old ones and pause at those little moments and go, yeah, that's right. Let me rewind that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I enjoy all the, I do a lot of research and preparation for each interview. Mm-hmm. So I look at like, if it's someone like Thomas Easley, I right. read the book cover to cover and I did some of the practices, mm-hmm. you know, and and then I looked into as much of his history as I could reasonably find online. Right. We are you know, stalking them. Not, yes. I'm trying not to stalk too closely, <laughs> but you know, but I mean, I do my prep work like yeah. a good journalist. Right. And I learn so much as a result of just preparing to do the interview. Mm-hmm. And then inevitably I learn an, a ton more with when I'm actually have the top chance to talk to the person. Yes. And so they still surprise us. Yeah. And they still surprise us. Yeah. yeah. I like doing that. I think that's my favorite part is when the, I get the little surprises. Yeah. You know, little, little Easter eggs. Yeah. Or I have somebody that I know a lot about. I think like with Wendy, Hansel, for example, I know she's somebody that we interviewed and you, you'll hear that podcast um, a little later on, but uh, listening to some of the things that she was saying and I work with her and still was like, I was surprised by some of the things that she said, like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't know this. Here I am learning again. And that's the favorite part, learning something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did learn a lot with doing this with people from remote locations. We, you know, trying to figure out the gear and to make it work. And honestly, it's just in the last six months that we've figured out how to do a distance um, interview without an echo, without a, yeah, without, when a without a loop. And that was my biggest frustration is because yeah. we had these some really great interviews and I always felt bad because the sound quality, there was a double, you know, voice on there. It wasn't a lot, but it was just a little you know, bit of an echo. And, and maybe, yeah. Yeah. maybe most people never heard it, but I always felt bad about it. Especially like one of my, my, one of my favorite interviews was, um, uh, the Icelandic herbalist. Oh, Anna Rosa. Uh, Anna Rosa. Robert Robert yes. I liked yeah. listening because it was culturally, it was different. Yeah. You know, and that was the, that was the learning thing for me is like, we take it for granted here that, herbalism is available it's accessible and it, it's practiced yes you know yeah. and, and in our community like we joked on that podcast and and there would be another example There's of one. the fire There's truck fire coming around uh <laughs> but what we joked about is that you could almost trip over herbalists here yes yeah. yeah and in on her little island in iceland there's a handful. Yeah. She's like one and, of two or something right? like that. And, and she said that there was only what 13 herbs that they were really allowed to deal mm-hmm. with. And, Legally. but you really knew about them. Yes. You yeah. know, and I felt, you know, bad because here we are in this place where, and I just found this out the other day that apparently 70% of Mount Rose's um, source herbs are from the Pacific Northwest. Oh, right on. Right. Mm-hmm. So here we are on this place in the planet where there we have, a, na- a natural abundance of herbs mm-hmm. yeah. and herbalism. 
Yeah. And then there's a place like Iceland, which was almost like an herb desert. Yeah. You know, there's herbalism there, but it's nowhere near like it is here. Right. And and that was just fun to learn about because it was just culture. She is an herbalist, but she's in an area that doesn't have the same kind of support level that that we have. And I thought that was a real interesting thing. So I'd really enjoyed her, um, her interview. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that yeah. was a, that, that was, was an eye opener. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, just some of the stuff that just take for granted, like Hawthorne. Right. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Come on, it grows everywhere. It grows Everybody everywhere. uses it. Not there. Not there. Don't. Yeah, and, you know, she made that joke. If you're lost in an Icelandic forest, just stand out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. You know? She had quite a sense of humor. I think the other thing that I like funny. about our outreach that you guys are talking about was the international outreach. We have yeah. people in the UK that That's respond to us, New Zealand, Australia, That's you know, thrilling. I'll say Canada because it's another country, but mm-hmm. you know, these are across the big oceans and people really enjoy what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's been thrilling to see that other people in other such far, far from my home areas are interested in the herbalism that we're doing here and that we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, we fielded some questions from people from all over the place on our podcast too. Yeah, it's it, such a small world. I yeah, mean, truly. It it, it cut. It, that's another thing that makes me surprised. I'll read this question from somebody and a listener, and or a comment from a listener, and then realize Sweden. You're where? Wow. You're from where? Right? <laughs> Does this thing even translate into yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> you care about us? Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. You know, it's the international language is herbs. So yeah. there we have it. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty, it's pretty encouraging to me how that revolution is happening. And yeah, we're in a kind of a catbird seat. We're able to watch all of these changes happening around us. And some of them are a little tricky mm-hmm. and some of them are a relief to see. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of wrong turns like, uh, what did we learn? Don't, don't take turmeric and turn it into an IV. Yeah. You, know, you really do need the digestive system for that. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. So we know, we know that now. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I think you're right. So I think um, in the last three years, uh, you know, there's been some major movements in Europe with herbs and herbalism mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that have, that have happened. Uh, I think that, like you were saying that with that weird thing there, um, the turmeric deal, but yes, the other interesting thing that's happened that. like full force has been um, uh, marijuana is a medicinal herb. Correct. Yeah. In during the time years. of our podcast. That's been big. Yeah. Not only was it legalized here in Oregon, but it was also legalized in what, six other places now, if I can remember correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that includes California now. Yeah. Which uh, is a big one. Right. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. even more states that do it um, um, medically, just mm-hmm. medically. Yes. Uh, but the other, and then the other uh, item that's coming up, and I think you're going to see more and more of these is like the croton. Right. Yeah. Anything for pain control. Right. That's not yeah. a full-on opioid. Yes. I mean, right. And yeah. that's why we've got so many doctors to having to change their mind about some of the herbal medicines that are out there because the opioids are – that's losing their license. They are losing yeah. their capacity. It's crushing doctors. I mean, right. I'm literally seeing doctors that they made a good living, they had a house, and now – you know, I see, I will see them biking on a bicycle because they can't afford their car anymore. They can't afford the practice anymore. It is, it is crushing their lives. In which way I'm trying to. Because um, the, the, um, they get in trouble for, for usually anesthesiologists. Right. That's what they, that's what the um, uh, medical association picks on the most because they use the most painkillers clearly. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you're over prescribing. So you're a danger. 
Um, and oftentimes I'm sad to say this as well is um, in the medical field, you give people news and they don't always want to hear the news that you are delivering. So the, one of the ways that some people deal with grief and shock is by being angry at the person that gave them that news. So then it turns into a lawsuit. You know, we've all seen this go through and that complaint is, is handled very, very uh, staunchly by the board that regulates mm -hmm. these doctors. And they, they will look for something like, Oh, well, I, I guess we just can't have you prescribing any opioids. There's an opioid crisis out there. Boom. You're done. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't be a doctor anymore. And they are, it's picking up steam. They're doing it more and more often. So in response, all of these doctors are looking at other ways because they don't want that to be them. Right. Right. So they're looking at other ways like. It's like forcing them. It's forcing them to wake up. And mm -hmm. I mean, they've, they've been very, in many ways, they've been very closed door and egotistical about pain relief. Well, it's when easier. There's so many ways that are actually, I think, chiropractic and, and herbs and sure. acupuncture are easier than taking morphine or whatever else. Right. But because of the funding and whatever else and their training right. and all of that, that, that it's forcing the industry to change. Yeah. And, and I hate seeing individual doctors get hurt in the process, but I love seeing the industry changing. They need to change. And it is horrible that, you know, insurance companies have it regulated like up in Portland, uh, the OBGYNs have seven and a half minutes with each patient. I think well, it's that's, just, that's criminal. That's, it is that's totally criminal, criminal, which is why we need healthcare for all. I'll just mention that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> universal healthcare, single payer, you, whatever you want to call it. But for those doctors, you know, they, they're seeing their patient. They got just X amount of minutes and they got to give them something fast. And the, this yeah. is all the patients saying, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. They don't have time to figure out what the actual. So here, here's something to mask the symptoms. But the doctors don't have that anymore. So they are they are now required to look for other things. Yeah. And that's one of the options out there. Well, I think mm -hmm. too that the more that they are have to look for new things, the more they start to see the successes. I'm thinking yeah, specifically a, of a friend of ours who um, has been di uh, given prescribed lots of opioids and painkillers mm -hmm. throughout his 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 time. And he was just telling me last week that, you know, he goes to the VA and now Part of that VA therapy is acupuncture. And right. he was just, thankfully. And, and it was so, so funny thankfully. because even him, yeah. he was saying, I didn't believe in all this hooey. And, mm -hmm. and he and comes back and goes, my arm feels amazing right yeah. now. Yeah. And it, all yeah. he had, he had yeah. needles up and down his arm. Uh -huh. He yeah. said, this is great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and that's, 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 works. that's that success. That's that yeah. alternative idea that there are other ways to heal the human body yes. other than a, uh, distilled, synthesized, whatever well, chemical. Combo. I mean, honestly, our medical system isn't built to treat chronic problems. It's built to treat acute problems. Right. And it's trying to own all the territory. And that's where I talk about the ego because it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's a system that's trying to own all the territory when it's only built for one swath. And if it would just back off and let everybody else do their job mm -hmm. too, which they're starting to do now. Which yeah, which they're yeah. finally starting to get that territory yeah. because of the lawsuits. A lot and, of these you know. young doctors are they're just educated differently. Yes, right. yes, so and that's the, huge. Yeah, yeah, the RNs. When uh, I go to some of these, you know, like the uh, CMEs, if you need your continuing medical education, I go to those workshops. Mm -hmm. and, and for RNs, they're showing wound care and wound care devices that include herbal medicine. Thank you God. Know? And it is, has been like aloe has been in surgical bandages forever. And, yeah. you know, pectin has been in forever. 
Well, not forever, but for a I long think that time. You, you know that's funny too because when you when you say that, it's like, well, yeah, duh. And then these other people that I've heard, and I think even Sue, you might have said this before the podcast that one of your patients said, "Oh, I don't believe in all that herbal hooey." Uh-huh. But yet, it, how many bandages do they have that have aloe on it? And or, yeah, or, yeah, a sunburn. Yeah. The first thing they're going to do is put yeah, aloe on it. Yeah. Well, you better put aloe on it. You know that's an herb. Right. That's Whoa, an herb. But it doesn't but, count. Uh, it doesn't count. Yeah. Right. Okay. They, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think there's that disconnect between, yeah. Yeah. you know. But I think we're starting to see some real change, not just in the medical community specifically, but in the general, like everybody. Mm-hmm. When you see things like Thomas Easley and – Rosemary de la Forêt up mm. at the top of the Amazon bestseller list. Right. And it's not just within the herbal medicine right. category. Right. It's the whole entire bestseller list. And they're up at the top. I mean, mm. those are herbal books. Those are books about herbs. Yes. And they are some of the most purchased books in our country. I think that's that's in, that warms my heart. That makes me happy. It, I, I completely agree with you. And I think one of the things that's helped us is, A, the internet, because it's helped us foster a more of yeah. a global culture. Yes. Sure. You know, yes. and, and it's, it's certainly opened me to, you know, Icelandic culture things that I did, n- yes. knew zero about. Right. Before, <laughs> yeah. like, I knew nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, Iceland. Iceland. Vikings, there. right? You know, Vikings. Vikings. Snow. And, uh. Yeah. Women's <laughs> rights. You know, that's, that, that was pretty much the summation of everything I knew about Iceland. Uh, but now I know a whole lot more about it. So I'm yeah. able to be a better herbalist because I'm learning about these different cultures and the different types of medicine that they have. And, it's so much easier to find information because of the internet Yes, about yeah. traditional Chinese medicine. Not to say I understand it. I will right. never claim that. But <laughs> learning about it and just, yeah. you know, that sense of awe. Wow, that's amazing. I also think that one of the other fun things about podcasts is just listening to the voices of different people and yeah. to be able to learn from different cultures and, and, and expand my own horizons. And this is... This, the, the body fantastic is now not just our own human bodies, but our cultural bodies and, yeah. and how each, each climate makes your kind of influences how your culture will be. And to be able to not only just travel there physically, but to travel there intellectually like we do in podcasts. Like we've just been to Iceland and yeah. we've been to – that just makes us better people. I think it's helped me be a better person. And I, I love that it's making me a – a more schooled and diverse herbalist. Yeah. Oh, I think it's just good fun, honestly. Yeah, I is. mean, it's for me, I'm just like, I'm in it for the fun and this is fun. Yes. So I'm having a great time. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's been a hell of a 100, 100 episodes. Yep. And I'm looking forward to the next episodes going forward. Yeah. I'm not sure. We have talked about changes, tweaks, and, and that sort of thing, but I don't know. Do we have any kind of real vision for... Anything major for the next hundred? I want to keep. I'm hoping. I we- think the next big thing that we'll probably look at trying to do is is live shows. Yeah, oh, yeah, live know, shows. Local- we got this microphone now. Yeah, we just <laughs> bought a new microphone to do yep. live shows. You know, <laughs> local live shows might be the first first stage, and if we continue to grow in popularity, then. You know, then it could be, you know, a West Coast or Pacific Northwest tour, you know. Whoa, kind of thing, whoa, whoa, whoa. You Can you imagine doing like coffee with the practical herbalists on Real Herbalism Radio? Oh, that'd, that'd be, be like- fun. We don't know fun. These are just people ideas. send us fun. coffee? No, no. We, no, you, we go, you, you to, go to a, a coffee venue. shop. We go to a, a venue, coffee shop and, you, we would do, the and thing. do a show right do a show there. Right there. Oh. Right there. Right. Or we'd go to a place where we sell tickets. You know, we have tickets at an event and we, you know. There's a 20 or 30 seat event and we do a show. 
Oh, Sounds herbs like with fun. booze. Yeah, that would be yeah. cool. Hey, there you I go. Wines that. and herbs. Herbs yeah. and wine. Yeah. We could do another beer show. Sue, it's always about the alcohol with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. That's not new news. <laughs> so, so I yeah, think that's I the that. one bigger change that I could see um, moving to forward. Yeah. I mean, we did the big change. One of the big changes with uh, Real Herbalism Radio is when we first started, it was biweekly. Mm-hmm. And then I got a harebrained scheme last year. To say, hey, why don't we have a uh, an herb lab or a secondary show that you know covers the the, the bee show? It was the bee show, show first, but then the you guys didn't like it, so then it became herb lab, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is more appropriate. Which is more of a review of, <laughs> of what we did, what you guys did over well, the week about basically manifesting and, our things we talked about, and, right. and it's also about walking the talk. I mean, every week we talk with every other week we're talking about some topic in herbalism, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. And Herb Lab is about, okay, we talked about that and that's great. Now let's actually try experimenting or practicing. Let's do something with that right, knowledge. Right. Because otherwise podcasts, I mean, I've listened to podcasts and, oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. And then it just goes on a shelf and I never look at it right. again. And I forget completely whatever it was that that was from last said. week. Whereas we're yeah. practically practical, the herbalist yeah. the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah, we are. So that's what Herb Lab is, is about coming <laughs> back and saying, hey, these are some of the things that we did. This is what we tried, or this is what where we thought differently or what we explored as a result of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that our listeners are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I would love to hear that folks are taking away whatever it is they got from an interview that they listened to us do or a show that we did on whatever. Well, we and, see that on Instagram. And, yeah, and, and I'm loving. Yeah, yeah, and I'm loving seeing that because it means people are experimenting. They're giving it a try. They're taking it to the lab. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, here's to another hundred. Clink. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, to another one hundred. So, okay. Okay, I know. We'll say we'll do it like this. Oh. You look so tired. What's wrong? Oh, I've been doing this for so long and I need to have a break. Well, let's take a break. Okay. So I've recorded that. Should we just do that? <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, on record. No, okay. no I'm going to take that in. Delete. Delete. No, that's going to be. Okay. So really, this is the 100th episode. This is going to land right before our big hiatus for the 2017 summer. And we, uh, Real Herbalism Radio is on a break. Yeah. But the Practical Herbalist is not on a break. No, no. You guys are no prepping for the show the in October. We've got um, some berry picking to do. We've got some more productions of shows. We've got some other work that we need to get done that we don't get to do. Um, right, yeah. So there's... We yeah. need to say all that. We're not off. We're a little off kilter, right. but we're not off right. show. So our, our uh, show 101 will be back, and it'll be in August, right, Cass? Beginning of August. Right? Yes. Are we at recording? Yeah, we're totally recording right now. <laughs> this is our closer. This was you talking to me and telling, telling me what we're going to say. No, I'm in the room, No, this too. is it. No, this this whole over. segment unedited is going on the it's end of that podcast. There. Here we this go. is really embarrassing. No, it's exactly. a hundred. It's a hundredth episode. What, whatever. Episode. We are taking so a yes. hiatus. We're, we're tired. We need to rest, and we have some other projects. Tired and need to rest. Except we're not going to be resting. Just well, so you know. our voices <laughs> will be resting. Our voices will be resting. <laughs> we're excited for a new episode. One on one. 
Yeah, so yeah. Sue's already August. giving you a little teaser to who might be on that show and what that might be about. So That's we'll just right. let you wonder, think about it for yep. the next few weeks. Chin stroke, chin stroke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll see you in August. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.